Hey, what's up, guys? It's Big Cat. Before you start listening to this episode, I wanted to let you know that we're running a special sale on all Barstool merch. Go to store.barstoolsports.com and use code PODCAST for 10% off. Go to store.barstoolsports.com and use code PODCAST for 10% off. What it is! This is the Macho Man Randy Savage. And this is Hard Factor. And there is no one that does it better right now. Yeah, no. But he does it better. I ain't repeating myself. Go ahead, tell me something right now. Yeah, and I'm living in a nightmare. And I'm not a racist. And I'm always cheering. Oh, yeah. Good morning, and welcome. Welcome to another episode of Hard Factor. It is Tuesday, June 4th, and we've forgotten to remind you that we have another Cannabis Cup Power Hour coming up this Saturday at about 3.30 Eastern. So uh, tune in on Periscope. It's definitely going to be crazy again. Yeah, we're going to be joined by PFT Commenter, as always, and uh, special guest Trinidad James. You might want to check that one out. Ooh. Yeah, we're going to take a hit yeah. of marijuana every minute on the hour for an hour. So Right. Because yeah. we, sur- yeah. we survived the last one, so oh, and the world's chillest the world's chillest bro is pageant is coming back, but this this time it's gonna be the the Midwest bro, so it's the Midwest regionals is is right regionals. Yeah, so we're gonna yeah. find the chillest bro in the Midwest is our hope. Yeah, otherwise it would have been right. like Jeopardy, and Jonathan just would have kept winning. So that's true. Yeah, yeah, well, that's true. Whoever, well, whoever the winners are, they'll face Jonathan in the nationals eventually. Yeah, exactly. yeah. and uh, and there's all kinds of other crazy shit that's gonna go down on stage. So uh, definitely tune in. All right, top stories for the day. Pat is going to tell us all about the situation on the border, tariffs and walls. Yeah, big question for you guys. Are the U.S. and Mexico still Mexa bros? I don't know. I didn't, I didn't know they were. Yeah, no, we were Mexico bros. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like we are. Well, yeah, I just didn't still. know we used that term because it's pathetic. I just, well, <laughs> I, I made it up, Mark, and I guess it's pathetic. I guess I'll stop using we were friends. it. friends. Yeah, got it. Right, Sorry. Sorry, do- Mark. I'm going to do one about nightmare fuel in Corona, California, and you'll have to stay tuned to hear what that's about. And then Mark will take us through a lightning round of other headlines. Take it away, Pat. All right, boys. So Trump is still very desperately trying to erect a border wall between U.S. and Mexico. You guys may remember that there could be or could not be a border wall already in some places and that Trump's he's claimed that the the wall's under construction, which we don't. There are walls and fences sporadically right. around. There's like dilapidated yeah. pieces of rusted exactly. metal. And, and some wall. Everywhere. Like plastic has right. formed. There's places, stuff like there. Walls of plastic. <laughs> and then you guys remember, remember Trump sent some troops down there over the holidays to defend the invasion. Yeah. Like pretty much no one knows or still cares what the fuck's going on down there. But uh, I would say no one cares. But no, I just mean it's yes, been very confusing. It's very confusing. It's yeah. very, confusing. Right. very confusing. But yeah, it's like a horrible situation with all the asylum seekers and all that stuff. Undoubtedly. Right? Yeah. Backlog. Lots of people. It's not good. But in an effort to frustrate its people, our government is still fighting over the wall. That's right. Because yesterday, Trump, well, I'm sorry, a Trump appointed federal judge named Trevor McFadden ruled against congressional Democrats who sought to temporarily stop the president from using military funds for a border wall. Side note, I'm pretty sure that this is the first Trevor in American history to make it to judge. Yeah, it's the first guy named Trevor McFadden <laughs> to not co-teach uh, type keyboarding and then high school football. Also football, yes. Right. Some sort of physical education and then also some That's class a- that doesn't matter. 
That's a good point. Trevor McFadden definitely like has a real pristine haircut. Oh man, you know, yeah, absolutely high and tight, perfect. bro. It's perfect. He's a got of, a guy. A lot of, a lot of caps. He's got a guy a that he of, sees. A lot of caps. Like yeah, that. yeah. You don't even see the haircut a lot because he wears because he wears hats a lot. Anyway, look, House <laughs> Dems were trying to sue Trump as a last-ditch effort, uh, and the argument that they were trying to sue under is that Trump's attempt to divert military funds was unconstitutional, and that's because Congress could only appropriate that funding. That was their argument. And uh, Judge Trevor, he knows better than to bite the hand that feeds him, because he's a Trump appointee, and he told Dems to get on a horse, ride off into the mountains, and not bother anyone for a while. Yeah, why don't you appropriate your way out of my fucking courtroom? It's more or less yeah. what he said. Right on out. You know he gave me my job, right? Yeah, yeah. you know that. I'd like 100% of you. I'd like to appropriate 100% of you out of here. I like working. <laughs> I like this job. It's good for me. Look, in a classic tactic that the Trump administration lawyers often do, they use their go-to, you can't touch us argument, uh, arguing that there's no circumstance in which Congress or the House could ever sue the executive branch. And uh, yeah. Judge Trevor was like, yeah, that's good enough for me. Uh, but look, oh, yeah. after that ruling, Judge Trevor also came out just to maybe keep his job for later and said, uh, to be clear, the court does not imply that Congress may never sue the executive branch. So he's saying, well, judges got to judge. Judges got to judge. But he was saying because there's not precedent, this could be the precedent. He could have just heard the case. Right. I mean, Trevor loves executive power, but only when it's a Republican. Right. So like both, but both parties do this these days. It's not a coincidence that Eric Holder and William Barr were the first two AGs held in contempt of Congress. It's because the executive branch, like the trend is to try to take as much power as you can and use your judge appointees to grant you the power. Right. That's what all executive administrations have been doing. It's a lot of fine print. Yeah. And no one's appointed more judges than. President yeah, Trump. He's had, okay. he's, he, he got fortuitous timing on yeah. that. In other I news, you were tricking me. No, 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 you're right. The answer in your head was right. Look, in other news, on the other side of the potential or probable wall, Mexico is trying their damnedest to not get hit with tariffs, and that's because last week Donald vowed to slap 5% tariffs on all Mexican exports starting June 10, and that number increasing to 25% by October, unless Mexico does a little bit more to curb illegal immigration into the states. Man, yeah. Does it get higher than 25? Like, can we go 30, I 35, 40? I think right now they're at 25. But keep in mind that Mexico is our largest trade partner 20? right now. <laughs> is that true? Yeah. 25 is high. I mean, five, five, I'm not even going to bat an eyelash at. But 25 is like, no. I don't know. It's no. not threatening enough to me. Well, look, I think you, gotta... you think 25 is not threatening? <laughs> That's really know. bad. Keep, keep going. Five. Yeah, keep going. Five. There was a report that the 5% increase would mean that Cars manufactured in Mexico could be fifteen hundred dollars more expensive this summer. Oh, so buy now, buy now, sell for profit, sell later. Yeah, that's yeah. the get your hands on that Mexican automobile you've been looking at right. to buy. No, it's it's like other brands that manufacture there. I've never, I don't know, I don't think there's a Mexican made car. <laughs> there's a niche market for that shit. Well, come on. Yeah, well, the Ford Fiesta, and it's it, still fourteen hundred dollars. It might take a while to unload, but anyway, look, Mexico's trying hard, guys. They, they've expelled eighty thousand plus migrants from December to May this year, and and plus the U.S is running a controversial policy with a cute name entitled Remain in Mexico, which has returned over 8,800 uh, migrants seeking U.S. asylum to Mexico while they wait for their U.S. immigration court appearances. So, you know, there's things going on down there, but apparently it's not good enough for Donald. Keep it simple with the phrasing there. Remain in Mexico. Remain in Mexico. Remain there. Yeah. But the, very clear. What the, what the it's kind of a action. dumb name because they got to the States. But then now. Right. OK, look, one Mexican official threw a dart saying, look, they have been issuing Mexican visas to asylum seekers in an attempt to help with the immigration problem, but maybe they could just stop doing that, which could result in up to a quarter million more migrants knocking on the, the U.S. border wall. So just let them in. Yeah, they're, no pr more, they're pretty much saying like, we're, right. like we won't 
give any more visas to pe- keep people. Yeah, because they're coming up from Central America. Right. They're happy to be in Mexico. We're just going to let them yeah, all yeah. through. They're like, yeah, they're like, you think we fucking suck at our job right now? Wait till we try to suck yeah, at our a, job. A visa to Mexico is like a silver medal for these people. They're right. just, you know, they're saying, well, look, if we take away the silver, they're just going to go for the gold. Right. Come well, to the Estados Unidos. I mean, it is, it's not, <laughs> not a bad threat. Let's take it to the internet, boys. Linda Hines says, shut it down. Spice, spice. They need us more than we need them. Live without avocados. I'm going to speak for Hard Factor West, who's not here right now. You could, you could raise the tariff all you want. He's buying avocados. That's true. Yeah. Hey, by the way, does anyone know why avocados came into our lives so late? I feel like growing up, avocados weren't a thing. I mean, guacamole sometimes, but there was, just, there was no avocados around. Uh, it's because like, when Generation X became parents, like that's when it... Uh, oh, that, no, I that, know. It's because you probably lived in Virginia instead of southern Texas. That's true. Yeah, I don't know. That's true. Maybe that had something to do with That's it. That's true. It's also very regional. I feel like it's common. You know though. that we've gotten away from clam chowder and Maryland crabs? That's true. I miss them. No, em. it's because you, you fucking moved. <laughs> All right. Bob Ralston says, we pay the tariffs through higher prices. Through is spelled T-H-R-E-W, throwing right. it at you. That's how we're going to help pay for the wall? Nimrod. Nimrod's pretty good. Oh, yeah, like Trump's Nimrod. I don't know. The guys say. You're all Nimrods. It's just a bunch of Nimrods the out guys there. throwing Nimrods out all the time. <laughs> He's just shaking. We're his paying face. them through higher prices. He's calling Nip- guys Nimrods at the, at the grocery store. The past tense of throne. Uh, says says you're up next, Nimrod. What's happening with this weirdo, Willie? Okay, let's get into it. This is a story I'm very excited to tell you guys about. It is a crazy guy. Um and he did some bad things. So when you go to sleep <laughs> at night, yeah, when you go to sleep at night and tuck your children into bed in this scenario, imagine you have two kids. Okay. Uh, what's the scariest thing you could think of to wake up to? To wake up to uh, spiders crawling out of my wife's vagina. Ooh. I don't know how that, that has to do with your two kids, but uh... no, quite literally, that's the thing I'd be most afraid to wake up to, no matter how many kids in this scenario. That's true. Yeah. I, I w- the scariest thing for me would be for someone to know that someone was in my home and not know where they were, like to know that they, there's someone between me and my children. Probably that would scare the shit. Ah, what? yes. So are you reading between the uh, lines. No, the I'm story? just saying that's actually the, probably the scariest. Those are both. Those are both pretty good, Pat. You are you're on the trail, but I think this is actually probably scarier than just not knowing where the person is. Um. <laughs> Because uh, <laughs> what happened to the Bolin family in Corona, California at 5 a.m. Saturday morning was this. Rachel Bolin and her two daughters were asleep, but they awoke to a man completely naked on meth, wielding a hammer, uh, trying to bash his way into the into the children's room oh, where they had barricaded themselves. Jesus. Where did he get a ha- who gave him a hammer? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, Rachel's husband was away on business. And she heard a loud crash downstairs. And that crash was actually 43-year-old neighbor Jason Nelson busting through the glass patio door on a stolen children's scooter. He's having a night. Yeah. I'm just saying so, to Rachel's husband, if you know that there's a meth enthusiast living next door. Yeah. Oh, he doesn't know the guy's a meth head. Well, I don't, think I don't know. Just, he might. You, you know, probably know. Jason's been acting up. Do you really need to go on this trip? or? Wait. You can't go on business trips because your neighbor's on meth? I don't know yeah, about that. He was that. just trying to do just... scooter kickflips on no, his razor in the kitchen. You have to go on the trip, but yeah. yeah. Jason's still next door, though. Their, their kitchen is perfect yeah, he's, all, he's always next door, yeah. So he, he busted in, stole the, stole the children's scooter, busted in through the, uh, the pane glass uh, patio sliding door, and then he screamed, Call 911! I'm in your home! That's nice of him. And then, he, yeah, and then he went straight to the garage to undress completely and grab a hammer. Jeez, that's kind of scary. He sounds yeah. conflicted. 
That's getting scary. Yeah, he like gave fair warning, but also right. He might. Yeah. He might he's be, like, it takes about strange. seventy seconds to undress, grab a hammer, and hit someone with it. <laughs> Call now. He might be pre-law too. He might be trying to circumvent some law by screaming, "Call nine one one! I'm in your home yeah. first. Fat, might reduce fat, the he's tr- either a psychic or he read ahead because uh, he did get off light. Uh, Rachel <laughs> followed his advice. Uh, when he screamed uh, to to call nine one one, she ran over to the children's room and barricaded them inside and called the police. Uh, they were upstairs and he was downstairs apparently. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Keep the Nelson uh, was banging on the door with the hammer trying to get in, but when he couldn't get through the barricade, he diverted and went to a closet of an adjoining room and tried to hammer his way through the drywall uh, to get in uh, to get to the kids or in the kids. I love this guy. Um, well, you, like, you like this because guy? I just like I like how focused he is, <laughs> and I like his ingenuity. Yeah, it's like American Psycho, though. Well, I, well, he's I, on, but, he's, but he's so determined, and, and the, the, you got to give him points for that. He's like listening against the wall for breathing. He's like, this is definitely a joint. What what method out psycho is like? I can't yeah. get in. I could probably break through the drywall in the closet. Yeah. He's looking. No, he's like doing it for sport because he like warned them. He like scared the shit out of them. Like got naked, and then like it was like a game to him. Uh, I, that's what it sounds Jason like. Jason Nelson me. had planned this. Yeah. I mean, there's no amount of he'd method. Been th- oh, he's been thinking there's, about doing yeah, this for a while. Yeah, exactly. There's no amount of method. Like, yeah. he'd planned this. Exactly. He thought about it before. Yeah, he's like, get, I'm going to get yeah. in the kitchen, do a couple bar spins like, on the daughter's razor. I hope they lock themselves in a room because there's <laughs> there's adjoining rooms. He's played a lot of Clue. He's like, this room could lead well, to this room. It's probably some, you know, suburb where he's got the same exact model right. house. Oh, exactly. There so you he go. knows. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He knows the design flaws. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyways, uh, like I said, Pat, you guessed it. He was released on bail four hours later. Uh, <laughs> so the, the cops got him before he busted all the way through those drywalls. Um, <laughs> but then they, they booked him on a uh, suspicion of residential burglary and being under the influence of a controlled substance, uh, which I guess isn't that bad of a crime in California. Cause he was out back on the streets. Oh, four hours later. I, um, I've done a lot of, needless- I've done a lot of drugs, not meth, but I imagine the meth high lasts more than four hours. Right. Yeah, oh yeah. Eight, eight, you got to hold that guy. Well, also, where um, they release him? Just right back next door. Into the wild. Yeah, no, next, yeah, next door. He, yeah, the, the mom's pissed. He's yeah. sleeping next door. Yeah. That's an awkward That's an awkward Sunday morning. He promised to not hammer his way back in the house. You go out to get the Sunday paper. Yeah. You look left. Hi, sorry. I was a little bit high on methamphetamines last night. Did I break well, into your like, home? Yeah. That's crazy. And then if you're the if you're the husband who's coming home, like you're gonna have words. His his risk of of killing that guy is high. Yeah, you're gonna have words. I would imagine. Ima- imagine that phone call from the wife to the husband on the business trip. I told you not to go on the trip. Jason lives next door. <laughs> you gotta move. You right. You gotta yeah, move. Out. You gotta sue him. Civil suit. They are pursuing a civil suit. Civil sue him so that he pays for you to move. You absolutely move. Like you you first move to like yeah. a hotel while you figure it out. Don't let him know where that is. And then you move for sure. Yeah. 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 All right. Taking it to the internet. Russell Miller. He's got a different solution. He says, learn to use a gun. He will be back. He, I, he's right. He will, he'll be back. Yeah, it's true. And just, I, I wholeheartedly agree I mean, the law is letting him out four hours later <laughs> next door. Of course he'll be back. All you got to do is yell, I'm going to shoot you. Call 911 first, and you're getting off. <laughs> yeah, in that town. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, Marcia Royal Anderson, she says, I know what they need to do. Get a baseball bat. I got a pool stick when I used to walk the road. Still got it. So instead of like a, a baseball bat, which she called it to call to action, she walked the road with a walking stick, which is a pool cue. <laughs> yeah. Baseball bat, better <laughs> yes. weapon. In case she needed to she chop someone in the eye. It was a chopped bat. up cue. 
Yeah, but I did because she knew from her experience. Yeah. Well, she, she could was, just be like yeah. a big Roadhouse fan. She just like could like love. She must have been a hell of a break. Yeah. You know what I mean? She could... Mar- Marcy is breaking. Nobody wanted to play her in pool. No. Uh, and finally, we got a verbal meme. Well, it's a meme on the internet, but I'll explain it to you mm-hmm. verbally. From uh, Danny Carter, he just posted the Kool Aid Man busting through the wall with, "Oh yeah, that's pretty good." Call nine one one. Yeah, that's the right post. All right, yeah. Let's take it to the lightning round for some stories we could not get to. Let's talk about the best holster company in the world real quick. We the People Holsters. Designed in Las Vegas and produced in the USA, We the People Holsters offers custom designs made for all the most common model pistols. Whether you like to wear yours inside your belt, outside the belt, or you just want an incredible gift for your favorite gun owner, We the People has you covered. These holsters are adjustable down to every last detail. You can even get them printed with all kinds of American-themed custom graphics. Truly a celebration of the Second Amendment. So go get one. We the People holsters start at just 37 bucks a piece. Every holster comes with a lifetime guarantee. Every holster ships free. If it's not a perfect fit, send it back for a refund. And right now, Hard Factor listeners can go to wethepeopleholsters.com slash factor and enter promo code FACTOR at checkout to get 10 bucks off their first holster. That's as low as 37 bucks, and shipping is free with an additional 10 bucks off using our promo code FACTOR. Again, that's wethepeopleholsters.com slash FACTOR. Promo code FACTOR. Check out for an extra 10 bucks off. Living on the edge of a lightning bolt. Oh, yeah! The FBI says sextortion cases are on the rise. Um... You make that word up? No, I uh, didn't. Sextortion cases are on the rise, and they are warning parents that have been living under rocks, I guess. I mean, of course, sextortion cases are on the rise. It's 2019, and with the way technology is going, people are going to start 3D printing their dicks and sending them to people. It's so, more people, yeah. yeah I mean, mm. of course, anything related to sex and technology and, and extorting people through the Internet is on the rise. By the way, right. anyone out there thinking about 3D printing their dick, I, I recommend for the youngins out there that they go back and revisit the Michael Jackson case. Never, never Lynn Ranch because they they looked at his dick. They, they'll look at your dick. It's like your eleventh fingerprint. Your right. Dick. I mean, once you three D print your dick, you've fingerprinted yourself. Right. You've dick printed yourself for sure. Uh, I mean, Anthony Weiner just got out of jail for Christ's sake. It looks like another uh, crack job by the FBI. Good job, guys. Sextortion is on the rise. Thanks. He must be texting. Thanks for letting us know. Uh, as discussed on yesterday's show, Illinois had a pretty incredible weekend when they legalized weed and sports gambling in a fucking let's go moment. Um, pretty awesome. Turns out it was not all fun and games, though, as Chicago still exists in Illinois. Shit. Bummer. Uh, mm. and, <laughs> and it happens to be that there were 52 people shot and 10 people killed that same weekend in Chicago. So When it gets hot in oh, Chicago. Why were they doing that? Were they shooting the guns in the air in celebration? Still shooting each other. Huh? Yeah, that's uh, up and down. You'd, you'd, you'd expect a chill weekend. I don't, I don't understand Well, look, that. this is interesting. They're like, well, we have a few months till it's actually an act. Right. So let's kill everyone for a few months. Chicago does have a serious murder problem, especially in the summer. Like, there's a correlation specifically to, from how hot it is and how many people get murdered. Well, it's, it's crime scene. I guarantee you know? when the weed gets legalized. Maybe they're trying to shoot fire hydrants. That's true. To get the, to water, get the water, water out. out. Yeah. Um, it's a classic summer tradition. It's also it's also too cold to, to commit crimes in Chicago at night. You save up all your crime. That's true. Uh, right. For, yeah. Like, for the, you save up the crime in the winter. All this being said, pro- uh, probably Chicago still moves up to the top of batch party lists. I mean, I wouldn't mind partying in Wrigleyville, getting high as a kite legally, and laying down outrageous sports bets while wearing a bulletproof vest. Oh, and they got like bad. they got like Michigan like, out there. It's great. You could you could get like a s- it's like a design vest. It's like a Venus flytrap now. It's like really sexy, and the idea Almost of it too is sexy. so attractive, but very dangerous. Where does it rank? It's Vegas. 
I don't. Chicago might be up there with might me, be so. five. Chicago's might be five. in the top five for sure. Yeah. Lastly, notorious YouTube prankster and little punk Kangua Ren, who went by the YouTube username Reset, has been sentenced to 15 months in prison for damaging a stranger's moral integrity. Uh, interesting. And he was huh. fined about $22,000 by a Spanish court based all on a video documenting himself filling Oreos with toothpaste and handing them to a homeless man that went viral in 2017. See, see I tuned out for the first part of that, mm-hmm. Mark, but the, the way that I know that he's not an American is because the law that he violated was a moral integrity law. Correct. That's not a normal... It's not an American thing to do. You don't go to jail for that. We don't have right. those, no. yeah. but we we do have little shitheads. Is yeah. the is the S in reset like a dollar sign? No, it's capitalized. Like, no, it's R lower case, capital R lowercase. I, I you knew it. were onto him. Motherfucker. You were onto it. Uh, he's also, <laughs> you were right on the nose. He's also been banned from YouTube for five years, which is probably the more troubling thing for reset. In the video, yeah. he gives toothpaste filled Oreos to a homeless man and pays him to eat them. Uh, the homeless man then ate them and vomited because it was a shitload of toothpaste. You know, it's not toothpaste that, that he ate. That yeah, he, ate. he must have. Hilarious. He must have told told the man that there was toothpaste in there because because you well, you don't pay someone to eat Oreos; they pay you unless there's toothpaste. Right. I in mean, them. The, the guy at least mm. knew something fucked up was in there. It's not just a delicious Oreo; like he wiped his ass with it or something. I mean, oh. and then at the end of the video, after the throw up, uh, reset turns to the camera and says, "This will help clean his teeth." I don't think he's cleaned them since he became poor. So he likes to end his pranks with like Ooh. a very mean statement. Um, he had over a million subscribers and was hugely popular in Spain, uh, I guess because appara- <laughs> apparently Spain, like everywhere else, likes to watch really mean pranks. I mean, you, can't, you can't blame Spain for that. Let me throw a quick idea out here. What if, what if us old guys, we start a YouTube channel where we just uh, go and, and prank these shitty punks that are pranking homeless people? Yeah. I, I bet we would kill. Yeah, we would kill, but we'd still have to be mean. Yeah, we'd be mean to them. Me. Yeah, That's exactly. what I'm saying. People yeah, like the mean. mean. That's like also, you'd have to be stealthy because those kids are already good at the YouTube Vig- vigilante pranking. Game. Yeah, bro. All right, vigilante yeah. pranking. We're into it. And that's going to do it for Hard Factor. Thank you so much for listening. You guys are the absolute best. Uh, by the way, it's a pretty huge week, this current week for Hard Factor. As Will mentioned at the top, we have the uh, Cannabis Cup this Saturday in Detroit with PFT and Trinidad James on stage with us. That's going to be fucking huge. 3.30 Eastern to 4.30 Eastern, so we'll be there on 4.20. Got a special surprise for you at 4.20. Oh, yeah, we also have mm. our 200th episode dropping this Thursday morning. Woo! That's two. Oh, oh, uh, and you're going to want to, you know, hopefully uh, tune into that and hopefully also have a great fucking day. See you later.